Thank you, thank you. We're recording. How, how are your headphones? They're, they're fine. They're, <laughs> they're constructed. Good, good. Um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to just sort of. <laughs> yeah, it, it will. I'll have to remember me. Thing is, I tried to use my own headphones before, and they, they sounded different. Mm. I didn't like it. No, so I know. Just well, I'll, I'll just I'll just fix them. Airplane. Yeah, do your phone. Okay, right. Do you, have your, is your phone on airplane? My phone's on silent, mm-hmm. just in case but I have to on... go on the Instagram, on the the right. interwebs. So people just put check. up with it. No, it's on silent. Not vibrate, silent. No, I know, but the interference with the mics. That's what that noise was. Is that what that noise was? I would have gone. What was the other one? Well, I don't think I don't think modern technology actually does that interfere thing anymore. Oh, mm-hmm. mm. You take your phone near a uh, speaker and have that? someone ring it. Okay, well, well doing we, it we right don't now. have a speaker; we have ear headphones, mm-hmm. but that's not mm. okay. All right, okay, okay. Right, shall we? Uh, shall we go? Could I phone you? Yeah, let's go. Hello, blessed geeks, and welcome to episode twenty-four of. The Blessed Geeks Podcast with me, David, and the hand. Hello. Hello, the hand. Hello. Are you, <laughs> you alright? I'm alright. Good. Good. You? How are you? I'm fine, thank Sorry, you. Usually, <laughs> I, I end up asking twice, and my brain's like, no, I'm not going to ask. It's not going to ask at all. need to ask once. You're good. Well, and you did that. You I, did I, that. I did. I did. Well done. After a, a pause. Good job. So, everything good? Everything's all right. Okay, you with, with you? Yeah, I'm just checking your volume. Your volume. I, I think level. I'm. I think I'm there. Um, you seem to be. You seem to be there. Am I okay? As long we're, as we're I'm... both we're both the same. It's just that for some reason. Oh no, I'm looking. Okay, talk. Hello. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, that's that's okay. That's okay. Because I was trying to work out why your level was only going half of the. It's much because as it's me. picking up you a little yes, bit. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I'm looking at it when I'm talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've, wow. I've, I've been alright. I've been reading books again. Oh wow! So, reading books. So you, what? You've you've left the medical pamphlets. Uh, no, I just I, I fell out of books. I couldn't get into any of them, and for like a year or so, so I wasn't what, reading. What, what any. Uh, sort of grade are you reading at now? Oh, that's, that's very clever. Um, run, lad, run. So yeah, did, since did, Christmas, did lad catch the ball? I, I don't know. I haven't. Oh, I haven't got that far yet. Okay, I'm um, glad I didn't spoil it for you. That's good. It's called Run, Lad, Run. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, I've been reading. Do you remember Adrian Tchaikovsky? You bought me some of his books before. Um, the sort of insect-based fantasy. Insect-based fantasy. fantasy. So, it's like fantasy world stuff like Lord of the Rings, but everyone's from different like insect Okay. Fans. Okay, no. So, very interesting. Right. Quite enjoyed it. Well, he's now done insect-based sci-fi. So, I ventured into okay. sci-fi. 
Um, not a huge leap from, from no, fantasy. No, he likes his insects. I'm, I'm guessing he's done something uh, in the past. But that's okay. that's an interesting uh, interesting story. Okay. I think I've, cut, I've mentioned Adrian Sounds, sounds a little bit before. Starship Troopers. Yes, that's the feeling I got as well. Okay. Um, but now, so I've been reading that. Been reading the uh, the right story in seven days. Okay, yeah, you got me. Yeah, very interesting. Nutcase, never, never do it. Is what I'm, I'm hearing. Well, you need but, to try though. What, what, what's it? What, what, what's he say? What's his he, method? He get, he gets a draft. His first draft done in like two days. Within the first two days, well, first day planning. Second day, he wanted to get his first draft done, but it went into his third day. I think it's actually a five-day novel, not a seven-day. Okay. Can't remember. Um, and then, uh, yeah, to get a draft done in a single day, even he doesn't manage it, is bonkers. And he says, you don't go into this unless you're willing an entire week gone, nothing but writing okay. with the occasional So, break. basically, it's... It's, um, it's an experiment for him. Fifth. Five days, that would be like 60 hours non-stop writing. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's... If you allow 12 hours to sleep. Oh, no, you don't get 12 hours to sleep. Oh, you he, don't? He, so he's it's 24 hours. hours. He's got about eight hours sleep a night, I think. Okay. Six to eight hours. He's doing long days, and it's not like a work day. Everything in yeah. that day, apart from... Um, he takes the dogs for a walk for a break. His wife insists okay. he has breaks, and that's it. Okay. Everything else is just writing. That sounds interesting. Does sound interesting. An interesting social experiment. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, and he actually has published the book that came out of it. That was the book. Yeah. Uh, No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking, but no. um, It's a a thriller based in America, a crime thriller. Okay. Um, So. And he wrote it using that method. That that method. Okay. And he's only done this method once. Um, Probably for a good reason. Yeah, exactly. And he, he he had to blog about why he was doing it to force himself to do it because he figured it'd be too easy to cop out mm. of. Um, so no, that's a, that's very interesting. Okay. Um, and also uh, now reading a book by Will Store, which I'll come to knowing the later. Book. Okay. Okay. Um, I've I've been very busy. Um, I've been doing lots of reading, but okay, not really. I'm I'm still reading the same novel I was reading before. Um, Final Sleep, Second Sleep. Okay. It's um about this um, it's you think it's set in the middle, middle ages, it's actually set in the future, uh, five hundred years in the future. Um, in about twenty twenty five something like that, there's a big, um, obviously, the world today is reliant on technology mm-hmm. and computers and things. Well, in something like twenty twenty five, something happens, or and um, technology basically goes to pot. Um, computers don't work. Um, and that means that the internet's gone and all of the stuff that we have saved on the interwebs <gasps> is all gone. all gone. There's no record of anything other than the paper records that we kept before we started right. using. So society collapses and um, everyone sort of reverts back to, you know, um, doing things by hand and, you know, and it, 500 years after all this has happened, it, they're basically living like the mid, they were living in the Middle Ages, uh, using horses, and they have carts. The horses pull along, yeah. but they're sort of they sometimes they take like a, they find an old car so and they'll take the engine out. Well, no, they'll, 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 they'll sort of chop chop like take the front off the car oh. somehow and you, <laughs> just use like the back end yeah. sort of thing. Um, things like that. But most of the stuff has rusted away. Um, there are a few old buildings. The only buildings that really survive are the churches. 
because mm-hmm. they were built to last. Modern day stuff is gone. Right. You know, skyscrapers and all that. They're, they're all because they're not really built Maintained, to last. Yeah. Um, and it, it's really interesting. And what they've what they've got is there's a small group of people because uh, the what what they've basically the, the church has become the the primary um, um, center of people's lives again. Yeah. And they've said that the reason that this cataclysmic thing happened was because people turned away from the church and they, they you know, it's, it's not preachy. It's just, you know, they're saying yeah. that um, the idea of um, favouring uh, things, what's the word? Material. material yeah. uh, favouring material over the spirit. Um, they started, you know, okay. becoming like, the devil's people and, and God struck the, you know, it was an act of God that yeah. caused, and so are they portraying it as the church has taken advantage of this thing that's happened, or more that people turn to the church okay. because they needed something, and the the one thing that's always been there is the church. Yeah, it was a, it it was a sense of community. People went went to the churches to to socialize, to com- and that, over the five hundred years, the church has just naturally it regained its thing. Okay, and. There's a small group of people who, um, like archaeologists, they're called antiqu- antiquarians. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of this? And they, they find old technology, like our technology, and they try to work out what it's for. You know, there's got a, a measuring cylinder, and they're trying to work out, this glass is beautifully, you know, it's not yeah. warped or anything, and it's got like, what are these lines for? And, th- and one of them has an iPhone. Obviously, it doesn't work anymore. But what it, they know it's a communication device, but they don't know how. What is great, that book I was telling you about, the Adrian Tchaikovsky one, right. similar thing. The okay. humans, uh, they basically nearly wipe themselves out. Mm-hmm. And then we, re, we they start to, they, they're a space-faring nation by the time they wipe each other out. Right. Uh, and then they start to, as we come about again, a couple of thousand years after the fallout, we start to discover their technology. Okay. And they have, oh, it just came into my head and I was about to Google it there. When you said, what were they called in yours? Antiquarians, classicists. Okay. They have their classicists <laughs> who specialise in um, understand this old technology, translating okay. stuff, and trying to figure out what it's for and right. things like that. So that's well. The thing is, the antiquarians that this this whole thing about finding this old te- good scratch, Sorry. finding this old technology, it, it's it's basically it, it's frowned upon by the church, and they they get branded as her- heretics. Yeah, um, and. You know, anyone found owning any of this stuff is uh, is a heretic okay. and sentenced to death, basically. Yeah. And what happens, this, the way we come into this story is the priest for his little village has died and under mysterious circumstances. he And uh, this new priest comes along to um, a new young priest to deal with the funeral. And he was due to go back, but then he finds all this stuff. It turns out he finds out that this is very early in the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first sort of couple of chapters, so I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah. He finds out that the priest that died was an antiquarian. Yeah, yeah. And he finds all these things and it, it sets him off on this journey. And it's sort of, he, while he's trying to discover, you know, learn about the past, he's also trying to solve the murder of this because he's convinced it wasn't an accident. You know, okay. so it's really interesting. Um, it's actually it's called it's, that, that's my yeah. Um, <laughs> it's called it's called Second Sleep, and it's by Robert Harris. It's okay. a it's quite a long book. They're gonna turn they um, 
working on a TV series based on the book. So it's not going to be the book on TV. No. It's, it's using the book as a Influence. springboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, it's really good. The only thing is, because I've got so much stuff that I want to read. I've also read Batman Hush. I've read... Um, I th- had I read uh, the last podcast, had I read um, um, Crisis on Infinite Earth? I don't think so, because I think I only saw your Facebook post. Okay, well, I've, I've, I finished that. I just finished um, Identity Crisis. Oh, no, that's, that's the one I might have seen on Facebook. That is brilliant. Okay. Crisis on Infinite Earth is very long. It's, it's old classic DC yeah. with lots of writing and uh, right. and over the top, you know, yeah. sort of, come on. <laughs> Much like people are saying about me now. But, it's um, but yeah, um, Identity Crisis is brilliant. It's a murder mystery in the DC universe. Okay, cool. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Next... Um, I've got other other crisis ones to read, but I, I think that that next one I've got to read. Um, if you stand up, you'll see what it's called. It's on the top of that pile over there. What's... Infinite Crisis? No. Oh, it might be Infinite Crisis. <laughs> yes, yeah. it definitely is. That's that's the last one that you bought me for my birthday last year. Oh, that I've okay. got to read. I've read the other two. It's just. I've been reading The Boys as well. I can't watch The Boys on telly until I've read finished reading the books. I've got two more omnibuses of them to read. Is The Boys following the books quite closely? I don't then? know. Okay. I, I won't, you don't I won't want watch it. No. Well, the thing is, Preacher... Yeah, the original form first. Yeah, then... the first series of Preacher, I think, was based on the third book. Right. So had I not read the third book before I started watching Preacher... Yeah, as yeah. soon as you got to it, it would have been like, oh, no, And the, and the book is so much better. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that's where I am at the moment. Um, I've also TV has been making me very sad. Oh no! Um, I just I, I, I what was it last week? I think I finished the second series of Titans. Titans is it? Yeah, Netflix. What? Um, dark, uh, I was going to call him Darkwing, Nightwing, and uh, Wonder Girl, and the, okay, not Teen Titans. No, this well, is it, the actual. Yeah, the, the live TV. Action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, um, the second, second series is really good. The second series, the first series is good. The second series is better. Okay. The first episode, you think, well, that was a waste of time. Um, you know, but the uh, it, it gets much better. There's a bit of casting in there that I'm not too keen on. The guy who plays Bruce Wayne. Right. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I thought he was Alfred when I first saw him. <laughs> um, but the it's... It, the end is really sad. <laughs> really sad because you do get invested in these characters. And also, um, last night I finished watching A Good Scratch. Right, I'd just like to point out <laughs> it, I haven't got like anything. It's just my beard itches sometimes, so I scratch it. And I know it's, it's, frust- it's annoying. I'll try to, Not. to re- relieve the itch in some other way. <laughs> uh, last night I finished watching The Good Place. The last ever episode. Yeah. After four or five. Have you seen it? I, I've only caught in dribs and drabs, but um, it's such yeah. a good show. But the ending, it was a beautiful ending, right. and it was so sad. Right. It was beautiful, and it was sad, and it's definitely not coming back. Okay. <laughs> but, but that's nice when things actually reach a conclusion. Yeah, but and it's they reach weird because well. I know that if I go back and start watching, I'm tempted. I, I was tempted just to go back and find an episode, an early episode, yeah. and just. To just to remind me of you know the the the, the massive difference that the characters went through in yeah. their arcs, but I don't want to because you know I really love these characters. I mean, 
fifth series, did you say? So is that fourth or fifth? Has it been? Because it feels to me it's like it's not been it, that many years. No, I was going to say like it only came out two or three years ago. Maybe yeah, maybe, three maybe years two, ago. two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. So they've sped through those. It's almost like how the BBC does series where they have like two or three. Maybe, a year. maybe yeah. But yeah. it was yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we should, we should have maybe saved some of this for the review corner. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we, that was completely <laughs> unscheduled, wasn't it? This, it's, it was. It's, uh, but, it, you know, it is. I mean, you know, we haven't done anything here for... I mean, some of these other books I've got, uh, on, the, on the Origin of Superheroes, that's one that I want to read. That's on, on my Kobo. Yes, I have a Kobo. I've got so many books that I want to read. I've got, you know, um, Our God's West Bandex. Yeah. I've oh, there's there's loads. Uh, was Superman a spy? I've got some Lauren and Hardy and Charlie Chaplin books over there. Now now that I'm back into reading, hopefully I can stay into. What, you're going to read them for me? No, oh. um, but I am going to finally get around. I want to start that Odd Thomas uh, series of books that you bought me about three years ago. I don't remember. Do you not remember no. Odd um, Thomas? Odd Odd Thomas. Um, I don't know what it's about. It sounds a bit Harry Pottery. I don't know. But I'll find out. I'm glad I bought them for you three years ago. Wow, there's just so many books to read. And when you you pick up a book and you just don't get into it every time, or into any book, I don't know what was going on. You should um, set aside, you know, um, half hour... During the day, during the like, but the yeah. trouble was, if it, if it, it just nothing was capturing me. I was just getting sick of like. Oh, uh, you tried reading. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. It wasn't. I couldn't be bothered. I'd pick up a book Thanks, and David. I'd get about <laughs> on the shelf. a third of the way through. And I'm just like, this is doing nothing for me. I put it down, then pick up another book. Same same thing over and over. So I'm just hoping it was a, a phase um, that I'm over now. Okay. Well, ho- yeah. Hopefully, you'll read those books I bought for you. <laughs> I also watched the first episode of Picard last night. Mm. Shall we save that for review corner? I, I, yeah, I that's what we'll do. I probably won't get around to seeing it. I think you should. Okay, I'll try. I mean, I think you should commit to the to the thing. Right. Okay. Um. But in, anywho, um. Episode twenty four. Right. <laughs> yes. Do we have a name? Well, do we? It's your turn. Yes, we do. I I've, I have a name for, but I I wondered if you uh, had come up with anything. No, as soon as I got that text, uh, I got a name. I'm like, ah, oh, fine. Oh well, you should put some effort. Okay, in. episode two four one. <laughs> what was the one for? It's it's just the end of that phrase. Okay. Ep- episode two four, and you'd have the two and the four, but then you write out the word one. So people didn't get confused. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, episode, right, episode 24. Um, the, the Because this is what, twinned, what? <laughs> this episode is twinned with our review corner of Solitude today, uh, in which we are reviewing... Rise of Skywalker. Right, so episode 24 is, any ideas? Rise of... T- no! <laughs> episode, may the 24th be with you. Okay, didn't we have episode four? May the fourth be no, with you. No, maybe may the fourth be with No, we didn't, no, that would be Oh, date. no, the fourth awakens. The fourth awakens, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was episode four, yeah. Yeah, may the 24th be with you. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll let you have that. Well, you need, you've got to. Yeah, I haven't got one. No, well, I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we... Uh... Shall we do some nerds blurred? Do some nerds blurred. Twenty minutes in, we've just done <laughs> <laughs> we've done the very first thing on the thing. Okay, okay. 
So, Ned's Pledge! Yay! I have six. Ned's Pledge. Um, I have one, two, three, four. I have five. Oh, okay. Well, maybe mm. I'll go first. A you lot of mine first. are Star Wars related, i.e. all of them except for the first one. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> no, no why, none of mine why, are Star why Wars. Why tie it in with the episode? Why tie fighter it in? Ooh! <laughs> I've done that one. That's quite good. Right. According to Will... Have I to start? Yeah. According to Will Storr, author of The Science of Storytelling, very good book, you should borrow it, Okay. Over the last... No, don't, don't buy it. <laughs> don't help the guy <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you should buy Borrow it. Borrow it from someone. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, very good. Over the last 20,000 years, the human brain has shrunk by between 10 and 15%. The same is true of 30 or so other animals, such as dogs, cats and rabbits. These are all animals which have been domesticated. Oh. This kind of suggests humans have... Being domesticated as more to it. Yeah, no, but, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it could also be that, um, the environment, a consequence of the environment changing and moisture being lost. Hmm. Well, the brain, we're mostly water, aren't we? Right. And the brain's like a, a if you if you've got a sponge, yeah, and you fill it with water, it yeah. swells up, doesn't it? Yeah. That's like the brain swelling up. So if right. if it runs out of water. You take some of that water out, it will shrink. So, it's so we may have lost 15% of the water that right. we normally have in the brain. Yeah, and what about the other thousands of species whose brains the have same. shrunk? The same. We've all lost 15% of moisture from the part brain. Of the, part of the fact was uh, 30 or so other animals have also had their brains shrink. Not, not every animal has had their brain shrink. Or maybe some are more susceptible to it than others. Anyway, this the store the, the book just it's, in case anyone's interested in it um, is all about the psychology of stories, why we like stories, okay. why humans so is it saying love us. We're being the story. We're happier with more dumbed down stories. Uh, no, um, it's a good question. I can't remember why the brain thing came up. I just remember <laughs> seeing it and thinking that's a fantastic nerd splurge. Um, I, I think I don't know why. Um, no, you know what? I really don't remember why. That's not what the book's about, incidentally. It was just a little segment I took Well, out it would have been really interesting to know what the consequence of that is regarding storytelling. Well, the, the re uh, yeah, regarding storytelling, absolutely. No, I mean, the book be. was about telling stories. You're reading a book about telling stories, and he says our brains have shrunk <laughs> by this much. It's sort of, you know, you want to put two and two together yeah. and, and have an answer there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that'll be next nurse blood, will uh, it? Okay, next, next yeah, I'll find time. out how it ties in with storytelling. Good, good. you do that. <sighs> I still, I still look at my nurse blood while you're while you're reading yours, trying to work out where you yeah, are. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, while we have mapped one hundred percent of the Moon and Mars surface, we have only mapped about five percent of the ocean floor. Still only five percent. Apparently, around five percent. Yeah, 5%. it's not, is it? Well, a lot of it's very deep. A lot of it is, and there are th creatures on it. I guess radar. You can't. You can't sort. Of, if there's a giant there's manta ray laying on that bit of the floor, you can't map it till it's gone. Um, I, th I think you're stretching. 
things there. I mean, it's more probably more that the satellites that we have that map these things on other planets. You oh, put them over very deep ocean. It can't. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the ocean yeah, floor. The moon. I don't think it's picking up a manta ray and go, ah, oh, blimmin' it. Got to wait for the next flyby of this particular bit of ocean before we can map that now. Well, we can't map That's the next bit foot. till we've done that bit because otherwise we'll be all out of whack. With like, let's go around again. What seventeen hours? Oh, fight! We should, we should have sent the satellite around the opposite direction to the Earth spinning, and then it wouldn't have been that long. Uh, no, so many problems with what you just said. Right, if you're gonna put a satellite up there in order to scan the uh, the Earth, mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense to pull it in the same plane or the opposite plane to the way the Earth is rotating in the same direction because then you're only going to survey the equator what you need to do is pull it in a polar orbit of either direction it doesn't matter and then you know but that over you're... time you will cover the entire earth's surface no you wouldn't yes you would if you're going up and over yep, it's the same as going round and round no it's not you're going you're up still and following over the, same line. the earth is rotating as you're going up and over so you're guaranteed to capture every part of the earth the only problem is rather than say you're in an orbit that takes 17 hours quite a big orbit that but say you are in an orbit that takes 17 hours the amount of time you would have to wait for that same bit of land to be underneath you is quite a long time 17 hours no no because in 17 hours you'll be in the same you'll be back in that position of your orbit yeah. but the earth beneath you would have rotated so you'll yeah. be over a different bit of the earth oh, exactly yeah. thank you no, yeah, I understand what okay, you're saying. Cool. But still, it's go roundy roundy. Yeah. Is is yeah. I mean. Oh, no, you mean no, go round with the equator? Go yeah. But it's I mean you have got the space station that goes roundy roundy. Yes, it goes. But, it goes but that goes more or less. But that's not always over the same part of the Earth, is it? No. So I'm not saying getting the geostationary orbit. I am saying. So. <laughs> I am saying if you're in a perfect orbit over the equator, yep. you will end up back over the same bit of the Earth. Um, yeah, just and the Manta Ray would orbit. have gone. Oh, fine, yeah. And then you can capture that bit of the <sighs> sea bit, the ocean floor. Go on then. David's science. R2-D2 and C-3PO are the only characters to appear in all nine of the core Star Wars movies. Ooh. Mm. Do you know uh, the one actor to have been in all of those films? I'm going to guess it's C-3PO actor. Do you know his name? No. Christopher Daniels. I get the points. In Thailand and Vietnam, there are some species of orange that are green throughout maturity. Ooh. Tick. So, do you, uh, humans probably wouldn't have eaten them back in the day. They, they, they I mean, you, I don't know, but I mean, how, are they oranges? Really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, are they not lions? It's interesting because we've. Are they not like a variety of lion? I don't know. But you no. know, we've got like cones in our eyes that detect colour. Mm -hmm. Well, um, they think the reason we can detect uh, red, like tell the difference between red and green, is so that we could tell when fruit was ripe. Okay. It benefited us through evolution to be able to tell which fruit is ripe, then we can eat it. That's why we can see. Uh, Do you know that you have, I think it's cones and rods yeah. in your eyes, yeah. 
Um, the cones allow you to see more. No, it's one or the other. Um, cones the colour. Just... Well, no, one of them allow you to see more in the red range of the spectrum, and the other allow you more to see in the blue range of the spectrum. And what happens is at night, everything has a slight blue tint to it because you're using the other part of your eye okay. to see. I mean, we... you've got three different types of cones which are responsible for picking up the three primary colours that okay. we see. I'll have to... I will remind it. me for the next episode okay. and I'll, I'll find the source for this one. and I'll double check it. Okay. Because I, I know for a fact that your eye uses... Your brain uses a different part of the eye at night Yeah. because there's less red available and there's more blue so it, it allows okay. you to see better something like okay. that cool um is it you it is me have you done two i've done two okay i've done two as well you should have been ticking them off yeah. that's why you should have them on paper according to the book the making of star wars by jw rinsler george lucas originally planned for yoda to be played by an adorable monkey wearing a mask and carrying a cane. Oh, mm. instead of a puppet. Instead of a puppet. Thank I think they made the right decision. Puppet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Chicago became Nick. No, what? What is Chicago's nickname? Um, I can't remember. The Windy City. The Windy City. Chicago became nicknamed the Windy City, not because of the weather. Mm -hmm. Do you know where this is going? Is it flatulence related? No, it's not, Sean. Okay. You've never been there. Not because of the weather, but because 19th century journalists felt that the residents talked too much. Ah, yeah. that's interesting. So you think everyone in Chicago? Uh, no, I thought has it was flattened. weather related, but then you said it's not weather related. So you immediately went to wind. Uh, well, yes, the windy city. You may think. What do those Chicago people have in their diets? You may. I'm so depressed. Wow. Okay. That was, you know, it was like my mind was speaking to the mic there. You may think you never see Boba Fett's face in the original Star Wars trilogy. But the actor who played Fett, Jeremy Bullock, did stand in... <laughs> immature. Jeremy Bullock did stand in for an Imperial officer at the last minute. Can't tell you which scene. Couldn't find that bit out. He, um, he looked like a geography teacher. The, the actor who played Boba Fett. Oh, well then everyone's going to be able to pick him up. Yeah, to look for they? the geography teacher. Yeah, He's okay. got a moustache. Um, if everyone in the world, everyone mm -hmm. in the world stood shoulder to shoulder, they could all fit inside Los Angeles. Dick. Yeah. I like well, how you're not arguing. Oh, there they are. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not arguing at all. I yeah, don't know. It is an odd one. It is. Well, it's big enough it's interesting to, to fit the entire that. population of the world in shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. To shoulder. Now, there are things I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're taking into account, you know, people being born and people dying and, you know, because the numbers change and also lost, you know, hidden tribes. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Good. In The Phantom Menace, Yoda has three toes. But in The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi and Revenge of the Sith, he has four toes. Well, Phantom Menace got it wrong, didn't they? <laughs> Phantom Menace, Yoda was animated. Uh, sure, yeah. 
So they got it wrong because the others here they weren't puppets. paying attention. Absolutely, or yeah. maybe maybe it's just part of his species well, they lose life a cycle that they gain a toe as time goes on. Because they gain a toe, yeah. Before. So how many have you seen the new uh, man Mandarin? No, I haven't seen that. I, I wonder how many toes. It I'm probably, hoping it's it got just one. has stumps. Yeah, just got just some stumps. stumps. Stump your feet. How long before, like, The Phantom Menace is that film supposed to be? It's a series. Yeah, that series. I don't know, because I don't have uh, Disney Plus or whatever it's on. It's not. Because I just feel like Yoda should never have been a baby. (laughs) There is that, yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be about 200 years old in in, uh, Empire and the Jedi and that. So my guess is it must be. To, but I don't know. I mean, did their te- the technology really not evolve for that amount of time? They're yeah, still using the well. same sort of weapons and things. Well, the, man- the mandarins are still going around with the same uniforms. Technology seemed to have gone backwards if uh, you go from like the Phantom Menace lot to the original trilogy yeah. in timelines. So. Yeah. Unlike Star Trek, who kept it canon. In 2016. Scientists at New Mexico's National Radio Astronomy Observatory, using the VLA, what does VLA stand for, the hand? Very large array. Very good! Thank you. Very good! Ten points to me for knowing to ask you that. Um, Using the VLA, or very large array, detected radio signals from a source five billion light years away. When those signals left their source, the Earth had not yet been formed. Wow. Yeah. So uh, they said what they think. Where, like, my my the guess source. is that they're probably. Uh, it didn't say on the article. Uh, my guess is it's it's probably like a pulsar yeah. or something like that, or cool. um, aliens. No, no pulsar. I, I we've got a pulsar. Is that a type of alien? Nope. The pulsars. This is the voice of the pulsars. We know you can hear us, Earthmen. It's like and a women. Cockney Mr. The- oh, clear your chimney, Mary Poppins. David Prowse, the actor who portrayed Darth Vader. Step in time, Mary Poppins, step in time. Sorry. In form, not voice is banned from attending official Star Wars conventions because George Lucas finds him annoying. (laughs) Even if George Lucas doesn't go? I don't know. That's just what I found on the internet. Plus, it's Disney now. Doesn't matter. George George Lucas, like, no. Why does he find him? I mean... Luke, I am your father! (laughs) That's that's probably why he finds him annoying. I mean, I can understand. The, The guy... You've been cast as the big bad. Brilliant. By the way, we're getting someone else to do the voice because, well, you know. But uh, but but in the in the third film, um, you're gonna we're gonna take the costume off and people will <laughs> at least see your face. Okay, okay. David, um, we're gonna get another actor in <laughs> because, well, you know. <sighs> Yeah, it's a it's a tough blow, isn't it? I think he's entitled to be a bit annoying. Mm. And my guess is he's probably well. The real reason is he's probably um, voiced his uh, displeasure at those decisions that were made uh, as they were made, 
and now uh, and as a result to save um any sort of blackballing against the star wars franchise lucas has said he's, he's not allowed there anymore he's constantly moaning you know yeah. all right maybe maybe he just doesn't like him maybe someone else a casting director got him in and you know you're part of the rebel alliance and a traitor and george's like oh what are they doing to my film and he's just hated him from then i i want to get i'm gonna make star wars uh this is my dream project i've been working on it for so long and uh i'm gonna have uh, a seven foot tall bodybuilder come in and play the big bad guy oh my gosh look at that man he's a beast he's a monster do you want to play darth vader or i wouldn't mind <laughs> where do you want me to stand oh that's a nice that's what's it what's this red stick for damn <laughs> that's how i imagine that went yeah yeah just like just like Good. Good, good. That's me out. Are you done? I'm done. Well, that's that's the end of Nerd Splurge. Should we go straight into the news, or do you want to do... I, is there something else I, that we sometimes I, do? I feel like Skew My Whiff could come in before oh, okay. the news. Okay. Is this a Star Wars Skew This My is Whiff? a Star Wars Skew My Whiff. Only short. Okay. Only, like, three. I wonder if I could um, add a little twist. Okay. Okay. Would you please... Do it into this. Right. Can I just as ask, Darth Vader before I put this on my head? Yep. What's this being used for? I just, I just use it uh, for window cleaning. It's got no chemicals in it. I just carry it around. In okay. It's not a von bucket. It's not. No. 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 Right. Um, now there is one flaw in this, and that is that I need to be able to read what is on the just laptop hold, screen. How and. Talking. That's it. This. You want me to talk in like this? But you got to. <laughs> is that being picked up? Louder. Is that being picked up. <laughs> That's brilliant. Do I have to do the voice? Or yes. I speak through no, you have got to do the voice. Okay. I'm going to take so a photo. Shall we just reiterate the rules of skew my whiff? Um, okay. Okay. People to know what's going on. Skew my whiff. I will give David three facts or questionable facts, two of which will be true or false. David has to tell me which one of the facts is the odd one out. So there might be one true fact in there or there might be one false fact, which would make it not a fact, but you know what I mean. So there, then the rules. So the first one. C-3PO is fluent in more than seven million languages. Luke's aunt... Can't hear him breathing. <laughs> Luke's aunt and uncle were moisture farmers. Wookiees are from the planet Kashyyyk. What was the second one? Luke's aunt and uncle... Uh, were moisture farmers. Moisture farmers? Moisture farmers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Get with... them some moist. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, well, the first one, I think, is true. The um, 
So that's... I'm going to say the last one is false. You're saying Wookiees are not from the planet Kashek. Yeah. Because I can't imagine Wookiees saying... It sounds Klingon to me. You would be wrong. Really? So... Um, I'm, not, of, I'm not a Star Warrior, see? I'm a Trekkie. One of those facts was false. The false fact was that C-3PO is not fluent in more than 7 million languages. It's fluent in more than 6 million. Which well, it unless, might be more than 7 no, million. No, otherwise C-3PO would say more than 7 million. No. Why would you cut yourself shy by a million? Uh, Luke's aunt and uncle were moisture farmers and Wookiees are from the planet Kashyyyk, spelt K-A-S-H-Y-Y-Y-K. I just can't imagine Wookiees saying, <laughs> where, where are you from, Chewie? <laughs> that's, that's how that conversation okay. would go. Kashek, <laughs> what Timmy he stuck down the well? <laughs> Very good. So one for do, uh, do you want none to, for one so far. Do you, do you want to continue talking into the bin, or do you are want, we finished? Do you want that? me to? I mean, I'm not. I've got, I'll, I'll do the questions if you really want me to. In it, it's whether or not it's working for you. <laughs> Does this do anything for you? It sounds the voice is brilliant, but you need to remember to do the breathing. I can't do both at once. You, you sort of do a few breaths and then you do the talking. Before going into production, Star Wars, A New Hope, was to be called Star Wars Blue Harvest. at at stands for All-Terrain Armoured Transport. Boba Fett's ship is called Vassal One. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, the first one's a complete lie. The first one's know. a lie. It was not called Star Wars Blue Harvest, do you say? Yeah, because... So before it went into production. No, that was... Blue Harvest was the working title for Return of the Jedi. Um, well, the, the second... I can never remember if Return of the Jedi or Empire was the second one, but Blue Harvest was the working, was the working title for the second one, so they didn't have loads of people come down and... Okay. Know, um, the, uh, so instead of Star Wars, they called it Blue, Blue Harvest. Blue Harvest, yeah. Right, yeah. And uh, it's also why Seth MacFarlane's called... Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, 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 I'm, I'm not sure about the Boba Fett one. What was it? Vaseline? No, Vassal... One. Vassal one. Yeah. I'm going to say those two are false. You're going to say them two are false. Um, so you're saying ATAT stands for all, all terrain, terrain armoured. Oh, all oh, is it all terrain armoured transport, which was in the question, or is it all terrain attack transport? Oh, yeah, I'm going to st- say it's still true, what you said. Okay, so you're the first and third false. Yeah. You are correct, um, but uh, Boba Fett's ship uh, was called Slave One. Okay. Um, and before going into, Star, uh, into production, Star Wars A New Hope was called Adventures of Luke Starkiller, as taken from the journal of the Willis... Saga 1, the Star Wars. I'm glad they changed that name. Yeah, but someone at some point obviously let George Lucas back into the writing room because there are some howlers throughout Star Wars. Um, They obviously told him to change that title. Yeah, awful. Yeah. 
I'm not sure whether I spelt a word wrong there because I can't remember seeing the journal of Willis. <laughs> W-H-I-L-L-S. Wills? Wills. Diet journal of Will- Anyway, awful title. Glad they moved away from it. Right, one yeah. more. I mean, yeah, it might not even be the title. Yeah. <laughs> it's just something got- you invented. You got one for two so far. One out of two. One- We're not American. Uh, one out of two, whatever you want. Right. I want two out a of two. A chance to get two out of three is your final score. Can I just say, when you do the breathing and then you're about to talk, don't take that last inhalation as a silent breath. Do it as Darth... You do... You in... Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, don't do... And then... You've got to do... Commit to the character, Sean. Come on, you're no David Prowse, are you? (laughs) What's the difference? Oh, you bugger. That's good. A foreign language written on Darth Vader's chest piece. Right, right, here we go. Does it say Casio? A foreign language written on Darth Vader's chest piece. Translate to his deeds will not be forgiven until he merits. All the original Star Wars movies were released in the month of May, the same month as George Lucas's birthday. We learn in Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, that Yoda is of a species called the Nindalo. Okay, um... What was the second one? Second one. All the original Star Wars movies were released in the month of May. Yeah, the original trilogy, uh, the same month as George Lucas's Mm. birthday. I I, I don't... I I wonder... I mean, I don't know. But I think... I mean, this is also your birthday month. It is, it is. Me and George. Um, But I, I I want to say... That's wrong because I I sort of think it, there might have been a June or July in there. I would have thought of December. Um, the the Yoda one, and uh, what was the first one? The uh, first one, a foreign language written on Darth Vader's chest. Yeah, I've never piece. seen a, a foreign language. Translates on there. to light. his yeah, okay. deeds will not be forgiven. No, um, that's false, and I'm going to say the second one's false. Okay, uh, but you're happy with we find out Yoda is of a species called Ninda. I I I've erased that film from my memory. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with. Well, yes. for your final attempt, you got that completely wrong. Uh, apparently, Darth <laughs> Vader does have uh, those words written on his chest. In I've never language. seen it. Um, never seen every it. original Star Wars movie. Nor have I. Every original Star Wars. There's movie lots of lights. Was released in the month of May. Oh. Um, and we do not know, to this day, okay. the name of Yoda's species. Well, yeah. It's never been mentioned. As I say, I'm not a Star Warrior, so you know I've, I've got no pride so resting on that. You end the game with one out of three. Which is better than I, than I should have done. Yes, really. I agree. Darth Vader never... Does it, does it, does it, we never see him push those... I like to think they're voice changers. Do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Luke, I'm your father. Yeah, maybe because he's embarrassed about his North Yorkshire accent. Yeah, he, he, change, he, he changes it. But he changes it every now and again. Some maybe you know he's got disco lights. Yeah, in, like when he wants to have a you know push the button and and thing 
He's got I, like fairy lights on him. Yeah, I think like he's, he's just such a bad guy. Yeah, he's just such a bad guy. He's waiting. They're, they're all fake, and he's just waiting for that day that someone thinks I know how to defeat Darth Vader, and they try and switch him off, and he's like, "Right, sunshine, I'm gonna sort you out now oh, that you no. touch my chest." What if they push his button and he goes? He starts doing the robot. Yeah. Anyway, that was Twisted Vista. Yay! Yay. I'll have me bin back now. Mm-hmm. So, did it? Uh, outside in a minute. So yeah, no, that was good. That was good. We haven't had a Twisted Vista last. No. No, that wasn't Twisted Vista. That was Skew My Whip. Yeah, Skew My Whip. There we go. We've Yay. had a Skew My Whip. Skew my whip. I was going to say, we, uh, yeah, <laughs> you said it so well. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it like that. Should we do some news? We should do some news. Why don't you put your table mat next to you? Can I just say, have you seen? Can I just have so? you seen the cobwebs here? Oh, on my window. No, here. Oh, there. No, I have now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, That's the well, second carpet growing on the wall. <laughs> the thing is, is the thing is, right? It's very cold out. Mm. And it's important to look after the natures because you know deforestation. The thing and is, cobwebs well, aren't necessarily from insects, but they may be. Mm. Should we do some news? Yes. Or is there something else you want nope, to do? No news. Okay, let's do the news. Here's the news. Da da da. One, two, three. How many newses have you got? I've got four, but I think we're going to be. I've got three. The same on some of them, so I get to go first. I don't think I don't think we will be the same on some of them. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Right. I'm having some tea. Okay. Have I to while st- we see. Have I to start? Mm-hmm. Rarely seen, Mercury is currently visible in the night sky of the Northern Hemisphere. Next to the moon, isn't it? No. Okay. That's Venus, if you've seen that. No, no, I got, a te- I got a text the other day saying, oh, look for the moon, you'll see the, the Okay, moon. well, from uh, one of my apps. Maybe it's happening about a week or so well. ago. Um, it was at its brightest on January the, twi- uh, January the 31st when it was the fourth brightest object in the sky and it will remain visible until February the 17th. It is getting dimmer each night, but the easiest evening to try and observe it will be the 10th of February, as you'll have a 90-minute window before it sets after the uh, sun. Uh, the best time to see it is apparently 45 minutes to an hour after sunset. On the 10th, it will be the fifth brightest object in the sky, so you shouldn't have too much trouble finding it. If you've got hills and stuff around, you've probably not got much of a chance. Um, it'll be very low to the horizon. Um they say 18.2 degrees east of the sun, but effectively find Venus, which is that very bright star that usually ends up next to the moon, um, or very bright yeah. object, uh, and you just go down and right from that, you should find Mercury. So two things I'm taking from this. Number one, I've got to get this finished and published by the 10th of February. Yep. And number two, well, and, and yep. you've got to do your yep. Number two, what back at... Back to the beginning of, of this, um, third brightest thing in the sky? Uh, night sky. In the night sky. Yep. So it's going to be brighter than the ISS. I guess, yeah. Because you've got the moon, you've got, got the, 
ISS isn't that bright. The North Star? No. Uh, you have the Moon, then Venus, then Sirius, which is the brightest star in the night sky. North Star is not the brightest star. Oh. star. North Star is just the station every What's star. What's the one that begins with P? I don't know the one that begins with P. Um, on the 10th, the only other brighter object will be Philip. a sun called Canopus. <laughs> Philip. Philip. I don't know what that, what that That's is. That's the one that begins with P. Okay. <laughs> Philip the star. Um, okay. I thought I thought the um, ISS was the third brightest, mm, like generally speaking. No, because I think because it's very small, uh, mm. yes, you can see it and you see it moving across the sky. You I don't do. think it appears that bright. Okay. Though. Okay, all right then. Fair dues. Cool. All right, um, my turn. Yes. The Matrix Four is that didn't sound nearly as good as mm. I. I don't went to do it. My, my it sounded like you just dry. really like the Matrix. The Matrix Four. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, the visuals are with that one. <laughs> Oh, you know, you your eyebrow arched <laughs> and you even went side onto the mic <laughs> so you can get really close. Um, <laughs> the Matrix 4. Uh, the, ma- oh, <laughs> the, the Matrix... Anyway, the ma- <laughs> I really want to do it. <laughs> We should, we should, this should be on the trailer for The Matrix 4. This should, this should be <laughs> the, the working title. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix 4 is about to begin filming. <laughs> They're apparently due to begin principal photography on the 5th of February. Oh man, that's just brought the deadline five days closer. And should be completed by the 1st of March. Principal uh, photography. Oh, okay. What what do they do during principal photography? The main stuff. The 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 main sequences and stuff. Yeah. I'm amazed. And then and then they'll do like later they'll call the actors back to do little bits they missed. Uh, maybe get some paper, like hand models or whatever to hand doubles. Oh, I always sort of envision it taking them like six months to shoot an entire. Well, yeah, no, I'll be honest. I was surprised when I read it, and then it said principal. I saw it said principal photography, and I thought, okay, well, m- maybe it's the Matrix Four. They're they're all old hands. They all know what they're doing. Right. Um, so they've got the original Reeves, cast back. Carrie Ann Moss is back. Okay. Um, Fish Mooney. What's her name? Oh, um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Um, and a few, you know uh, some others. They're, there's, they're not. I haven't seen Matrix Three, so I'm not sure who lives and who dies. But um, there's, they're not sure if um, oh, I can't remember his name. But the guy who played Agent Smith. Oh yeah. Uh, um, they're not sure if he's going to be back or not. Do you know they didn't get him back to play Red Skull in? Uh, I know yeah. it's CG, yeah. CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Such a shame. He he just wasn't. He was promised bigger roles. Apparently, they everyone used to sign up for three films. Right. So he's thinking, right, I'm going to have a big role again. Never came. So he's no. like, it's not worth my while. Or, Fair or, enough. Wasn't paid enough. I don't know. Fair it is. So yeah, The Matrix Four. <laughs> That's how I wanted to do it. Spider-Man in Morbius. Yeah. Have you seen this trailer? No, because it's an MCU trailer. Well, it's a Marvel trailer. I, okay. I, Marvel films, I, I don't want to know anything about them until I go and see them. Because... Oopsie doodle. Okay. 
Well, no, no, that's but I mean, I don't want to know the story. Uh. So, it, it, this is a fan theory. Okay, no, that's all right. You can say Spider Man's in it. Well, people are wondering. So, there is just one scene where he walks past a poster of Spider Man. Uh-huh. It's Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, though. So, people are wondering. Um, there's been nothing official. Is it getting Spider Versey? Right. Are they going to try and do live action? Because that Morbius cartoon is, was so successful. Morbius is a uh, uh, Sony. Yes, this is a Sony movie. Uh, please don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Spider-Verse was amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you st- if you try to make a live action version of it, all that you're going to do is you're going to take away that audience from the animation side of it. And... You're, you know, if you ruin it in the, with the live action film, then you've ruined, you know, let the Spider Verse be the animation thing because you can do so much more with animation, even with modern technology, than you can with live action. It lent itself so well yeah. to, uh, they were able to do, like, really make it an art form sort of thing rather than just there's different versions of yeah. Spider Man out there. Plus, uh, Tobey Maguire. Worked got hurt so frequently doing the Spider-Man films. His, it's just not not worth it. Give a guy a job, though. I mean, have you ever oh, yeah, been lately? No, no, get him on to <laughs> Spider-Verse and let him voice his Peter Parker. Mm. But don't, you know, that's, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hoping they don't go down this route. Nothing official has been said. It could just be a nice little Easter egg. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know... That's something for people, and people yeah. have got too excited about it. Yeah, maybe. But as, as you say, fan theory. Fan theory. Maybe it's an early trailer. They haven't got permission from Marvel to use that Spider-Man. And that's the only other route I could see it going down. So maybe not um, maybe not Spider-Verse, but maybe they'll tie into Sam Raimi's Spider-Man universe rather than yeah. um, the well, one that they can't use. But then they wouldn't be able to use that Spider-Man because Spider-Man is currently... I, I, I think... I think what they should do... Someone said it would be brilliant. You know how in New York and and places in America you have people dressed as superheroes on the street corners? I think someone suggested that they should have Tobey Maguire dressed up as Spider-Man as one of those street performers. Right. Maybe playing on the ukulele, playing Spider-Man or something, just as a wink. And I think that would be brilliant. You know, have him sort of playing one of those... Yeah. (laughs) I think that would be hilarious. But I don't. I do not think they should do a live action Spider Verse. No. My turn. It's being done. It's being done well. So leave it. Yep. Your turn. Right. Okay. Uh, this one goes over the page. Robert Zemeckis is one hundred percent confirmed to co-write and direct Disney's new live action hash. I mean, um, remake of Pinocchio. Mm. He'll be assisted in the writer's room by Paul Weitz, who uh, co-wrote the most recent previous draft. And Weitz, or Weitz, Weitz, will then produce. Also, Disney is about to uh, launch a remake, a live-action remake of Bambi. Uh, The baby deer is about to get the live-action, well, the the faux live-action treatment, because obviously it's still going to be CGI. Uh, Now... It's going to be that is going to be written by Ginny, uh, Jennifer Robertson Dwarrant, who wrote uh, Tomb Raider and Captain Marvel, and Lindsay Beer, who wrote Chaos Walking. Now, 
one thing that I'm really excited about in re- in when I when I learned this information, these two ladies, these two writers, Jennifer Robertson Warrant and Lindsay Beer, are they they have in the pipeline between them some fantastic fantastic projects. Um, some they're doing together, some they're doing independently from each other. Okay. They're doing a film, a live action film version. I believe these are all live action film versions of Mask, Mask Crusaders, okay. um, Visionaries. Oh, blimey. They're, they're doing um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons right. with Hank and Sheila and Venger. Um, and they've got loads of others. It's all on IMDb. Um, have a look at Jennifer Robertson Dwarrett and Lindsay Beer. Or just um, just go on IMDb, look at um, live action remake of Bambi, and you'll see them. So they've got hold of, I mean, your childhood more than mine. Yeah. And said, we're going to bring these into the uh, 21st century. I guess, yeah, I mean, so. as far as I'm aware, they're all live action. I would, I would love to, to, oh man. If, if, if done well, they could be interesting and a little bit. I know they're not original because obviously they're taking what's come before, but mm-hmm. for right now, what's going on, it's yeah. something oh, a bit different. Also, a Turtles reboot. Uh, which, which okay. to be honest, the Michael Bay thing, I still haven't seen. I I'm not going know. to. If, if, so if it would do, be good to see them done properly. If they do turtles for me, just come away from CGI. I still prefer seeing the eye holes in the neck <laughs> to seeing these blinking CGI. Open the mouth and see. Oh, no, 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 no. CGI rubbish. Um, yeah. But okay, that sounds interesting. I never really followed uh, Visionaries. No, or... I didn't, but I remember the toys. Yeah, the toys and, were cool. And I remember the, the idea of it. And like back then... Because I, I only saw like a couple of random episodes. I saw the first episode and then like maybe the seventh episode yeah. or something. There was there was no continuity and right. because I was into other things, you know, I wasn't interested, but I would I would love I would love to be cast in Visionary. I'd love to be cast in any of those projects, to be honest, or all of them. But yeah, that would be amazing. Can't wait. Okay, cool. Cannot wait. Any years on them, or they just works in progress? They're, they're, they're to be confirmed. Okay, cool. Yeah. JJ Abrams is reportedly unhappy with the final cut of Rise of Skywalker. Among other things, he wanted to provide more of an ex. Oh, okay, I've just realised I might be venturing into spoiler territory without realising it. Um, Spoilers! Uh... You know what? I won't go into details. Listen to, though, I'll have it... <laughs> listen to our uh, review corner of Solitude. I'll bring it up then. Okay. But J.J. Abrams, he directed that movie. He is unhappy with the final cut, so I'm no. guessing it's not his cut. Um, and we'll explore some of those reasons when we do our review. I, I, I didn't read it, but I saw the headline. J.J.'s not happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little bit bored with director's saying, I don't like this, let's mm. do the Snyder cut, let's do the JJ yeah, cut. Yeah. It's like, look, surely come to an agreement. If you're if you're not... You, you see the, the film, the screening, before you know it's released. Yeah. So say, look, I'm not happy with this. Go ahead and release it, but I, I want to do my own cut. And then arrange for your cut, the director's cut, to be released 
a year after. So you're not interfering with the sales of the original cut. And then if people want to see your cut, they can watch it, like stream it, or they can buy it or whatever. And then there's the option. But don't keep doing all this. Oh, you know, I understand. I understand you've created something and you've got an idea of how you want it to look and it doesn't, and it's frustrating and annoying. So just do something about it. Instead of, you know... Would he be complaining if the film had been an out-and-out out success and everyone was praising I think it? Everyone, say, I think everyone knew it wasn't going to be know, an out-and-out out success. I know, but if it was, he wouldn't then be saying, oh, it's not my cut, it's not my cut. No, um, no. I, I agree in a way. I think a couple of things, uh, similar to what you were saying, why, when you get on a director, you don't trust them to have the vision and let yeah. them have their cut? Yeah. Why are you getting that person in? But also, um, they do test screenings of these things, mm. show both versions, and then whichever one comes across best, you yeah. go with that version. You can't, the thing is, you can't don't have complain the same people sit down no, to watch a two-hour film and then to watch the two-hour film no, again it would have to be different with slight differences. Yeah. It would. I'm, I'm gutted that... This isn't a spoiler. I'm gutted that JJ has done two of these films now and there's no lens flare on the lightsabers I would have maybe that was his cut maybe maybe he would have oh JJ JJ all is forgiven put lens flare on the lightsabers and then oh that would be amazing yeah but it won't take the movies no but it'll be brilliant is it me it's you right okie dokie this is a bit of a long one okay (laughs) Um, as you you know I mentioned uh, before on the, the Christmas podcast that the Christmas episode I've uh, got Marvel Crisis Protocol, the game. Oh, right, yeah. uh, I've been getting into this minis hobby and painting and things, and I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. My spy. Everyone's been doing their Spider-Man as like the, with the blue and red costume, that the um, the classic Spider-Man. Some people have been changing it to Superior Spider-Man and things like that, doing modifications. I decided my Spider-Man. I wanted to go original, which I haven't seen anyone. I'm on the the Marvel Crisis Protocol group on the Facebook. I haven't seen anyone else do an original Ditko Spider-Man. Uh, so I've done that with mine. So he's wearing a... He's, the suit is black and red with blue highlights, right? And what I've done, the way I've painted it, is it looks black under normal light, but when it's under bright light, you, you, you can see it's blue. You see the blue, and it looks amazing. And what I'm trying to do at the moment is create the underarm webs... <laughs> They're proving difficult, yeah. <laughs> especially because I'm, I'm brand new to this. And other people use hot glue and they do, like the Venom, he's got his tongue out. Yeah, Not yeah. the Venom, but I mean the Venom Mini. And so they've got hot glue to create the saliva dripping yeah. off his tongue. And it looks amazing. Oops, Oops. sorry. Um, I, I can't do that because I don't have the hot glue stuff yeah. or the, the know-how. So I'm doing everything. But anywho, the reason for this news item is um, Marvel Crisis Protocol. It's now available. It's from um, uh, Atomic Mass Games. It's set in the Marvel Universe. It's a, As I say, it's a minis game. Now, the core set is already available, which um, in the core set you get Spider-Man, Doc Ock, Captain America, Iron Man, you know, um, Red Skull. You get, I think there's 10 characters. You also get the Daily Bugle kiosk, two cars... Uh, and you get your measuring sticks and things like that. So you you get everything in the box. You get tokens and cards. So you've got everything you need to play the game, right? Since that was released, there's uh, they released then released um, Hulk Mini, 
which is bigger than the others, uh, and Modoc, Black Panther and Killmonger. Um, these Hulk was released on his own. Modoc was released on his own. Then they released Black Panther and Killmonger together as a set, and then Okoye and Shuri as a set. Uh, then uh, Venom on his own. Then the New York Terrain, which is um, you get some of the stuff you get in the core set, but you get some other stuff as well. And Movement and Range Tool Packs. Okay, now according to a discussion thread on Boardgame. Geek.com, the next minis are to be released and their proposed dates of release are Thor and Valkyrie, 14th of February, Loki and Hela on the 14th of February, so you've got your Asgard there, Um, Vision and Bucky, the Winter Soldier, will be released together on the 28th of February, and uh, these are the ones that are planned, but there's no date yet. Um, New York... City commercial truck. Now there are two possible models. Um, each pack only has one, so if you want both, you have to buy two kits. Uh, the release date for them is um, February, but we're not sure when exactly. Um, now to be established, the dates to be established: a Corpus Glaive and Proximum Bid- Midnight from Thanos. Uh, okay, and Thanos and Midnight baddies. Yeah, Corpus Glaive is. Um, oh, I know. The one who can yeah. use his powers. And uh, Proxima Midnight. Gamor, that should be Gamora, mm-hmm. full. Gamora and Nebula will be released together. Rocket and Groot will be released okay. together. Star-Lord will be released on his own. Uh, Black Dwarf and Ebony Moor will be released uh, together. Drax and Ronan the Destroyer will be released together. Green Goblin. Uh, Hawkeye and Agent Black Widow. Now, there is a Black Widow in the original, in the core set as well, so you're going to end up with two Black Widows. Uh, Black Widow and Agent Black Widow. Uh, Then there's going to be Thanos. Then there's going to be Ghost Spider and uh, Spider-Man. But they've also also announced um, Spider-Gwen. Gwen okay. Stacy yeah. and Miles Morales, cool. Spider-Man. So there's a lot of stuff going on. There's talk about a Spider-Verse series of characters. Where so you've got... do, do they bring out like different stats for each of these yeah, characters? You get well, a, you, you get, get cards, oh, and okay. the, all the cards have the stats yeah. and tell you, you know, so you get your dice, you roll your dice, you yeah. have to beat them, um, and you have your measuring sticks. That tell you, there's the measuring sticks have a hinge in the middle, so yeah. you can. So if you can only move like. Um, Long distance, you don't. You, you can move. You, if you want to go around the corner, you can sort of bend it around the corner. If you want to move at an angle, you right. know, rather than having to work it out using all straight lines yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. um, uh, yeah, the the uh, in the, the core set is Avengers versus Cabal. They're the two teams. Right. Um, but obviously, they they're getting ready to release Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. as a team. Asgard as a team. You've right. got um, Black Panther and and uh, Killmonger, Okoye and Shuri, which I think are all. Um... <sighs> where are they from? Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda. Wakanda. That's it. Wak- where where America decided to break off trade relations. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot going on with uh, Crisis Protocol. Uh, definitely look it up. It's a, it is a fantastic. I mean, even just as a hobby, I'm taking my time painting these. I'm a, 
I've got some green stuff coming tomorrow, which <laughs> is like uh, like sort of like plastic. You get blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. One of them's um, like the the putty. The other's the activator. Oh, yeah. So you mold, you rub, mix them together. It goes green, and then you can mold it mm-hmm. and leave it to set, and it dries, and it dries. Rigid, but I'm I'm working on. I'm going to use that for my Doctor Octopus. I'm going to modify my Doc Ock. I'm really excited. Right. Going, oh, I can't wait. But yeah, so that that's that's that. Cool. Final news item: Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness director Derrickson. I missed his first name, so I'm <laughs> Mister Mister Derrickson. Do you want me to IMDb? Uh, probably, yeah. Um, has left over creative differences. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore, does it? He wanted to produce the MCU's first horror movie, but Kevin Feige said the movies have to continue to appeal to the PG-13 audience, with horror going no further than what you might see in Gremlins. Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. So he's so no he, longer the director. He, he, I think it was sometime in January, early January or late December. He, he wanted to make it a horror film. He wa- Yeah, so he, he directed the first film. Um, yep. And in Multiverse of Madness, he just saw an opportunity from the sounds of things, from the script, to, this can be a horror. So we've, we've had our sort of first space, they've done the space opera thing, they've yep. done the ensembles, sort of done the fantasy thing for the first time. Now he wanted to do the first horror. Okay. And Ken Feige, I think, has effectively said, no, you can't have a scary film because uh, it won't appeal to our audience. So what what was the uh, the, the the limitation he said? Um, he it can't Gremlins. be any scarier than what you might see in Gremlins. And I think maybe he said Jaws. Whereas I th- well, Jaws is quite scary. You, it, so you, you, you want to stop people from going into the... It's the water. It's, it's a sort of suspenseful scariness okay. though, rather than a horrific yeah. scariness. So, I, what about Jurassic Park? He didn't mention Jurassic. No, Park. but I mean, where does that come on that scale? I imagine Just Jurassic Park would be beyond what he wants to go right. to. I think. I think it can't be something that could leave people looking around court. So like, something for seven-year-olds. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, something that a child can see. That's a shame. It would have been interesting, but... I mean, I'm not a horror f- fan, but it would have been interesting to see... It would have, Doctor Strange is probably like the... But then, the thing is, Spider-Man, um, when he was uh, created, Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, Steve Ditko used to work on the horror comics. Mm-hmm. And um, if you look at the old Spider-Man, the original like Amazing Fantasy 15 and the origin of Spider-Man story... Where he's crawling on the walls, he's got very long, thin, skinny limbs. Oh, right. Because what happened, Steve Ditko used to work on the horror comics for Marvel. And when the uh, Comic Code Authority banned any use, uh, all the horror comics, any mention of drugs or bad language or anything like that, Steve Ditko was without work. So um, he was, uh, Stan Lee got him to do Spider Man. And if you, yeah, it, it, what they've done in that original that story where spider-man is confronting the the burglar who killed uncle ben mm-hmm. spoilers and he's sort of upside down on the ceiling yeah that's supposed to evoke the sort of um experience that you get from the exorcist where oh, the girl's okay. crawling yeah. across the ceiling like yeah really fast that sort of thing that's what they wanted yeah so there are horror aspects in in the comics apparently 
um, not for movies. Um, mm. But, you know, X-Men are doing this with New Mutants, which we've been waiting for forever. That's a horror-style film. That's uh, uh, 20th century productions now, I believe. Or 21st it's, I think it's I think it's 20th century. Yeah, it's tw- they're keeping the 20th century in the fanfare thing, aren't they? But they're getting rid of the fox on the logo. Yeah, the fox is going, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think they would have been looking like they was copying that anyway. Um, but, I mean, I imagine that franchise is sort of disappearing now once that film comes out. So, well, the X-Men. Mm, I would I, have thought so. I don't know. I mean, I, I think they should. I think they should start it again, for, leave mm. it for about five, at least five years, uh, focus on Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. you know, um, if New Mutants is sort of going to replace the the whole mu- being a new mutant thing, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean Deadpool's still around, isn't he? Deadpool's um, going to uh, be going MCU. Is he? I believe he is. But the uh, the producer, one of the I can't remember her name, but she really fought hard in the first place to get Deadpool made. Yeah. Um. Since you know. Fox became 20th century production she's she's left she's gone to another company um so yeah mm. do so, you reckon reboot or keep Ryan Reynolds no just keep Ryan Reynolds away. if it's not going to be I mean, it wouldn't be he, he, he's he still is, owning it yeah it's, it's, he is Deadpool so. I mean, he loves the character yeah. you know so good luck to him when he steps down they should just yeah they, leave it I mean they won't because well, eventually he'll get too money, old, but, and he'll he'll get tired, yeah. and he'll want to do other things. Same yeah. as you know. Oh, uh, but his other things are rubbish. Hugh Jackman makes good alternative film, like good other films. Unfortunately, um, I forgot his name. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds does not make good films. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. I, I don't. The only other film I know that I've seen of Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern. I don't think I've seen. He, he did uh, RIPCD or yeah, I've seen that. It's, it's I not good. Um, uh, I haven't seen Blade Trinity yet. Oh, Blade! Yeah. I mean, I can't remember him in it. I, I don't mind the film too much. Okay, I know, I want to see it. I do want to uh, see it. But anywho, uh, yeah, is that is that the? That's it. That's the news. Okie dokie. Well, that's it then. Um, that was. Longer than it than planned, but never mind. Um, do you want to do the links? Sure. Uh, w- if you want, go on. What? I was just going to do the website. Why? <laughs> just random. Just throwing it out. If there. you um like our Facebook page at uh. he's, he's Facebook dot me no fb fb dot me uh forward slash Blessed geeks. He's, you can you can taste your enthusiasm. I'm not sure of them. I'm worried. It's I'm giving out. Fb dot me forward slash blessed geeks. Or is it the yeah. blessed geeks? I no, think it's just blessed, blessed geeks. geeks. Okay. Um, uh, find us on the Instagrams. Search for blessed geeks. And Twitter. Uh, at blessed geeks podcast. Is it? I thought it was blessed underscore geeks. Oh, at blessed. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you're you're the I'm tech trying to guy. Go on. Yeah, I don't. Manage right, he's he's things. using his laptop now to try to. Go I mean, on. this is your own fault because you know I want to start with a website, and then you're like, "Well, I'm going to do the website last." Time. Um, or you can uh, go to the website, uh, which isn't currently loading. Uh, blessedgeeks.uk. No co. No co. No co. Isn't there a www dot as well? Yeah, you you don't have to put that on oh, these days do. in modern browsers. You do. But yeah, sure. In um, case you're part of not the world wide web. And uh, 
what uh what was oh yeah and you can find us on podbean and um uh i i i tunes right. podcast twitter is at blessed geeks um facebook uh, at, uh instagram is blessed geeks and facebook is facebook.com forward slash blessed geeks or fb.me forward slash blessed geeks there you go Oh well, that that went well. Ended on a grumpy note. Well, I've always we've always I think you're right. I think we've always been saying at blessed underscore geeks. Well, that's why we've got no followers. It's your fault. You you do the links. I just introduced them. Oh, now I don't know whether I've had the wrong link on the website all this time. I'm going to have to find out. You're going to have to find out, aren't Faff. you? Oh man. Okay, so um, that's it. Um, we're gonna we're going to record the. Um, Review Corner of Solitude now, where we're going to talk about the new Star Wars film. Yay! See you later! See ya!